I, I love the premise of the show. Smart people talking about dumb shit. I think it's dumb people talking about smart shit. Oh, we go where we not supposed to go, baby. The Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Yep, Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Back for another week of brilliant idiotness. And today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. There are no hidden fees or price hikes and all websites are optimized for mobile. And it's so simple. Start with a design template and use drag and drop tools to make it your own. Head to squarespace.com slash idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot save 10% off your first purchase. Let's start the show. Hezzy! What's up, baby? How was your week, man? It was good. It was good. You, you got a little injured, I see. Yeah, because... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, WDF Media Studios is a is a hazard, bro. Wow. It's, it is a hazard. Wow. I just tried to walk in the door. I almost sliced my finger off. For us wow. by us. Can I say again? <laughs> For us, by us. Is that what it is? <laughs> no. Is now that what it is? That was not. a racial component to your no. uh, your civil suit. I was attacked by a black man. <laughs> <laughs> no, by a black owned business. By a black owned business. business oh, attacked you. Wow. <laughs> wow. I see what it is. I see what's going on over here. I don't post one black square and all of a sudden you're putting fucking <laughs> knives on the door every time I try to push it open. Wow, Alex. <laughs> wow. Um, The weekend was great. Uh, had a great. What's up with you, man? I had a great date night. Oh, where'd you guys go? Saturday night. Well, Saturday was dope because we had the, uh, the Salute the Rock Nation, Team Rock. They had the United Justice Coalition Summit, um, which was a summit just basically of a lot of thought leaders and, you know, politicians. Um, Greg Popovich was there. He presented an award to hey. Barry Sheck. Yeah, I miss Greg, though, because I had the first panel. Right after Eric Dyson, Michael, Michael Eric Dyson spoke, I did the first panel and, uh, you know, but I did a panel with uh, Attorney General Tis James, um, Dr. Alfie Breland Noble, Shaka Sinkor, and uh, Paul Samuels. And it was about the decriminalization of mental health. So that was dope. And salute to Dez and Hove, everybody at Rock Nation. And then um, at night, man, I went to. Tell me the good shit. What I'm, what I'm thinking, I don't want to be a prisoner at a moment. What I'm thinking is the best comedy show I've ever witnessed. Whoa. In my life. From a from a from a collective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I've been yeah, to yeah. individual comedy shows that were phenomenal, you know, uh the infamous tour being one of them. But as a collective, because the went to go first of all, whenever Chris Rock is on a bill, if you're born at a certain time in the 1900s, you gotta go see the God. That's it. You gotta go see the God, That's Chris it. Rock. I gotta hear what, you know, Chris's take on the world is. Yeah. Chris isn't one of these people that just Waste thoughts. You no. know what I mean? Really? All, all over social media. He's not writing books. He's not doing podcasts. Like, he's not tweeting. You yeah. get Chris when he decides to go back on the road after he's lived life. His words, not mine. After he's lived life for four years, he says yeah. he likes to do four years. Yeah. He says it takes two years to live life, two years to go out there and work on the material. Yep. So you're not going to see Chris until he's out there working on material. So I had to go see, you know, where Chris, where Chris is at in the world. Yeah. You know, what he thinks of the world that we're in. And, you know, Kev, Always enjoy Kev. Kev is a world-class entertainer. Yeah. And just the combination of him and Chris. There's something about collaboration that just makes you more interested in, yeah. in both parties. Also, they're so different. Like, they they work yeah. well. I would imagine they work well together. I didn't see the show, and I'm upset I missed it. I was out of town, but it looked amazing. Mm -hmm. So they were at the Garden. and They were at the Garden, and, yeah. and well, it was smart, right? Because... Kev put out his episode of Heart to Heart with Chris Rock. Bro, there's a moment in that fucking episode. Talk to me. 
that is so goddamn funny. Like classic Chris Rock, brilliant like perspective on an issue. Like he's talking about like how everybody feels so bad for the kids. Like what COVID took. Oh, they they yeah. the COVID took high school from them. And he goes, uh, he goes, COVID took two years of my dick being hard. <laughs> I can't get that hard dick back. <laughs> he goes, I'm running out of hair dye. He goes, I'm shaving my pubes so my dick don't look like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I was crying, bro. But that's classic rock. That's like classic we're rock. all focused on these kids. Like, is their reading aptitude gonna be down? Yeah. Is it whatever? And he's like having like a pure hilarious moment, which is like, this dick don't get hard like it used to. And I've been in the house for two years. You know what's interesting about that? It's all about perspective. Sometimes in any with any issue, we focus on one perspective. Yep. And that perspective becomes like the dominant conversation yeah. piece. What yeah. about the kids? What about the kids? What about the kids? Yeah. What about us? Yeah, 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 yeah. What about the adults? <laughs> yeah, what about the parents that got to deal kids. with the kids? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But, you know, we had to go see Chris Rock. Went to go see Chris Rock. And, man, we're sitting in the show. Show supposed to start at 7. Starts around 8-ish, 8, 10. Whole place goes dark. And all of a sudden, you just see that C logo, hey. which I didn't realize was such an iconic logo yes. until that moment. I mean, I, I know we know what the C represents. Yeah. But Dave said something. I, I get to that. But Dave said, well, I say now, Dave said that the C logo meant nothing until he made it mean something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how all, I mean, that's, but that's all, how, that's how all logos are. <laughs> I mean, did it's he think tr- that was like profound? Like, um, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it's not profound, but it's, it's, it's humbling coming from him. It's humility coming from him. You know what I mean? I guess. You don't think so? No. Oh. Like, okay. I mean, just. Because like, all logos don't mean something. Like, you see the bat signal, you know what that means. Yeah. You see Wu Tang logo, you know what that means. Yeah. Not everybody can just throw their logo in the air. No, no announcement, no nothing. I, I guess he's just saying, like, putting a C up didn't mean something until he became Chappelle and, and used the C as his branding. Yeah, and I yeah, think, but that's obvious. It's like if you just put the Batman logo thing when Batman doesn't exist, people are like, "All right, that's cool." But he's had to see since the TV show. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I mean, I had no idea. Y'all knew. I real. I promise you, I had no idea. I thought that logo was new. I, I had no idea he had to see since the TV. Maybe show. I don't know. I I remember the C is like part of Chappelle. Chappelle, man. that's what I said. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, it at the yeah, beginning yeah. of the name, but I don't remember it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it's a different yeah. colorway. I don't know. But yeah, he puts yeah. the C up, and literally, it's like a. A quiet went over the garden for like a split second, like, like a. And then he just walks out. No, Dave Chappelle, no announcement, no nothing, just walks out. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette. And when I say the garden went, went crazy, ape shit. <laughs> I'm talking about like <laughs> ape shit. I'm Yo. talking about standing ovation before he says a fucking you got word. It. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm talking about the whole yeah. garden. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was on their feet clapping before he says a word. And I was just like, yo, I didn't see Michael Jackson when he walked out on stage. And but just that's probably there. what it was like. That's probably what it looked and felt like. That's uh, one of my favorite things when I'm at, uh, at the cellars, you get these, you know, super famous drop-ins. So Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, you know, Kevin Hart. And one of my favorite things to do is just stand in the hallway the audience has no clue that this person's going to go on stage and the host brings them up. And my favorite intro that I ever saw was, uh, it was, you've seen this guy on the Dave Chappelle show. Give it up 
for Dave Chappelle. That, was <laughs> that shit was exactly. So that's why you wanted to say Donnell Rollins. I was no. like, what a letdown. <laughs> 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 Bro, isn't that fire though? That's like, hilarious. you've seen this guy on Seinfeld. Give it up for, for Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld. like, because yes. like, it's yes. completely out of left yes. field, you know. Yes. And but it, and the audience just loses that. They're all turning around. They're going crazy. He didn't even get an intro. You, yeah, I mean, that's when he made it even harder. Like, yeah, and he don't need one. And he don't need one. <laughs> you know? And he did a phenomenal twenty-five minutes. And the reason it was a good twenty-five minutes because it wasn't anything but jokes. Ah. Wasn't, it wasn't a rant. It wasn't like any, it was just jokes. He had jokes about his family. He had jokes about his kids. He yeah. had jokes about the tackling that happened. That the, that it was a super dope 25 minutes and it was like shit. And I said to myself, that's a hard act to follow. Yeah. Bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's a very risky move letting Dave Chappelle be your surprise opener. And the yeah. reason Dave can, cook in a setting like that because there's no expectation. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But whatever I got was phenomenal. That's extra. That's right. And the yeah. fact that you, the fact that you could tell like he's like he's got jokes about the script club. He's got some funny, funny shit. Uh, he's yeah. When when Dave wants to. Yeah. He's yeah. just the best. He's nice with it. He's I mean, nice when he wants to, yeah. it's literally up to him if he wants to yeah. turn it on. Yeah. He's nice with it. That's what it feels like. And then so after Dave, uh, Chris comes out. Mind you, these guys took no breaks. Good. I didn't go to the, I don't know how the Barclays show was, but at the Garden, they took no breaks. There was no intermission. That's how it should be. Dave left the stage. Yeah. Chris comes out all white. Yeah. You know, uh, Junior Mafia, that old Junior Mafia song. One, Shit. two, y'all, you know I got you. Yeah, Fucking yeah. around with Junior Mafia. Chris comes out and Chris gives me every bit of Brooklyn philosopher Chris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He comes out and he gives me a, a, a great, Great observations over what we've witnessed the last four years. Yeah, you know, yeah, everything yeah. from COVID to, you know, the presidency to, you know, fatherhood and how his, you know, his, his daughters are older now. And, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a father of four girls. So that perspective alone is like something that's unique to me and like yeah. other girl dads. You know what I mean? I and wish I got to see the show. He had great observations about, I, I, don't, I don't like to talk about people, but he had yeah. great observations about that's the tricky thing with stand-up yeah. is that, like, you see a basketball game, you want to talk about the plays in the game, you yeah. want to talk about the strategy, but with stand-up, you understand that, like, this is people's IP, yeah. and by giving away, it's going to ruin it, so yeah. you really, like, I I want to know what each one of them open with so bad. Like, off-pod, I'm going to ask you what that opening line is mm -hmm. for Chappelle, because to me, that's the moment. It's like you have the entire arena staring at you, ready that like the car is already wound up, you know, and it's like, what are you going to break that tension with? Mm -hmm. It's a perfect moment. So I'm just curious what each one did. That's but you don't that. don't say it on on the pod because he might use that for another show. And I don't want to. No, that's funny. I don't think this was. A, he said something on the stage and I don't think this was a joke. So I repeat this. It's funny you say that because he was talking about after he got tackled. And he said, um, you know, in that moment, oh, bro, you he, know, he, he said he forgot he's on stage. I got the mic yeah. so in that moment. What do I say? <laughs> and he was like, Chris came through with the banger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was that Will Smith? And he said he was mad as shit. He didn't say that. He said he was like, I was mad as shit. I didn't think that. That's funny. You know what I mean? And then he was like, what I said didn't land. <laughs> what did he say? I thought it was a trans man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that was dope. Chris came. He killed it. Had great observations about money and plastic surgery, shit like that. It was phenomenal. Um, but I have to say, man, 
And the way Chris ended, I'm not going to say how it ended, but it it brought Kev right on out. Yeah. And Kev came right on out. And I have to say, this is by far, to me, the best material Kevin Hart has ever done. Oh, that's fire. Whoa. Now, some people would say Kevin Hart, what's your favorite Kevin Hart stand-up special? The one that I saw in the movie theater. Was that Laugh in My Pain? I forget. Yeah, all the bunch of ones in the movie theater. Oh, I didn't know that a bunch were in the movie theater. Yeah, two. Who you think is, what do you think, Alex? Who do you think, who do you think his best stand-up is? Uh, his second one. I forgot the title of it. I think but. that's Laugh in My, is that, that's Grown Little Man. Oh, which one is? The one with his uncle. And, his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's why this, see, to me, this is why this one is his best. Because it's like updates of all of that. Ooh. You know what I mean? He's telling you where his pops is at now. And like, he's, and he's found the balance between celebrity and still and being humanity. relatable Kevin Hart. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, which is, when you're, when you're that big of a star, it's a hard balance. Yep. You know what I mean? You're either going to be like <laughs> too regular and too low key. <laughs> Where it comes off <laughs> fake. The sea was nothing before me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> if he had that logo that long and we just we just noticed it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. He didn't mean the letter C though. He was like the logo. I don't think the letter C existed no. before I put that. No, logo. no, no. It's just, it's just it's just the logo. It's just a logo, but nah, can't A B D E F G H I J K L M. But by the way, that that says something though. When you become, uh, you get to that level when people see the C, and that's what they think of. But it's the way it's formatted. Though. Yeah, it's not like you just gonna throw a C up and. Yeah, of course. We, crypt, we know bro. the, the love. still own that shit, bro. right? Talk yeah. that you shit, Blue. No, you Talk that shit, This right here. Has I nothing. see you. I don't do like that. a Nipsey I Russell over here. I'm from most corner of South Carolina. Only gangs I know is uh, cow gangs. All right, I don't know nothing. Cow about gangs? I don't know. I was just trying to think of something. Yeah, I ain't you didn't think about it. You out here, bro. I'm not yeah. no gang. This Where, is just, where's Chris Rock when you need him? all good. Where's Chris Rock when you need him? But no, moral of the story, this is a phenomenal show. If you get a chance to go see Chris Rock, Ego Death, go see it. Um, and you and Kev, I'm sorry, I, I, I cut you, but Kev absolutely crushed it. You hit me up afterwards and you were like, yo, he was fucking hilarious. Kev and, had, I, Taylor saw it, Taylor and Chris saw it. Just brilliant. I mean, Kev, the, the most impressive thing to me is, and I think like it will go epic. down in history. I, like truly believe it will go down in history. Like eventually in like 20 years, we're going to reflect on like Kevin Hart's career and what he did during a span of like 30 or 40 years. And we're going to go 30. Oh yeah. It'll be that long. Like, that, yeah. yeah if you, I mean, all at the last 12. Weeks. I'm just saying, I don't see him stopping anytime soon, but like to, to maintain this, be funny, stay healthy. Uh, like all these things are so wildly difficult. You and I both have significant others. We have businesses. We do things. And it's hard to find hours in the day to do all this shit. Yeah. So it. But you just got to make them right. Like Kev will get up at five o'clock in the morning. That's away. the thing. The, it, I think we look back and we go, nobody's accomplished more or worked harder in the history of entertainment. I was with Kev wow. all day. I I I, I, I no, can't right. think of. You're right, dude. He's in a bathtub interviewing Floyd you're Mayweather. Right. He's doing his right. own show interviewing You're the right. heart to heart. He's going shooting on movies, stage, shooting movies, producing movies. It's crazy. Producing audio scripted content, doing stand up businesses like, Bro, like, actual, it, like you businesses. and him have a business together. We got a business together. He's and he's got other multiple businesses. Like I was with him. What day was we together? Monday. He was together for a long time. Monday um, filming. What is this? <laughs> 
<laughs> what, is what is this? We're not going to just act like this is normal. No, what is this? That's uh, Sabi, bro. Sabi's just doing this. Sabi? What's... Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Sabi, come. You Sabi. named your... No. You named Sabi. your dog Wasabi? Why'd you name your dog Wasabi? Uh, bro, I live around fucking Asians. I got to make sure that they... You know? Okay. <laughs> um, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin's work ethic. I'm, I'm testing him. I was with Kev all day Monday, yeah. and you know he he already did a bunch of things that day. Yeah. And then when he left from doing what he was doing with us, he had to go shoot Fallon, right? Mm-hmm. Then he had to show at the Barclays that night, and I'm like, bro, how do you do it? Then this morning. I'm looking. He's in Harlem because he got a partnership with Children's Place and they opened up 10 new Children's Places. So yeah. He's reading to the it's, kids. Like it's, it's unbelievable. It's yo. all time output. And you know what else? Yeah. It's not just him. It, you got you got to have the team that's down for that. Team. You can't do it without the team. That's right. Like, that's right. He can't that's be right. booking all these things. So he has to trust the team to like that's organize right. his time and schedule right. so he can, I'm imagining, entertain. And focus on that entertaining. But like right. getting people that you trust enough to have all the production and everything there, that's hard. Like for me, that's the hardest thing. It's like, I don't, I can't just relinquish my uh, creativity to a random person. Then I show up and the bath is a different fucking color. The ice isn't this, yeah. this. And I'm like looking at the set and I'm like, what the fuck is going on over yeah. here? So he found a way to get brilliant enough people where he can focus, I imagine, on being funny. And it's people that's, I mean, for the most part, it's people that's been around him for 20 plus years. You it's, know what I mean? And I'll tell you something, man. If you think that's not a feat within itself, when you have 20 people that are just literally down for you and what you're building, like, I envy people like Kevin Hart. I envy people like Jay-Z who've had these people around them for so long and everybody understands their position to the fullest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And doesn't want to do anything except for what they're, position calls for them to do and then when they grow and evolve and want to do something else they got the resources yep they got the network yep and they got the support 100 of the people that you know the experience they've been down with the experience yes yep. man yo so, so no, i don't take that for granted at all but i'm so curious like how he has his businesses organized and like who's that point person like it's all teams, i'm really man. fucking curious it's all teams like it's all te- i can i mean i can only Speak from my perspective. I wouldn't be able to do what I do if, if Black Effect didn't have a whole team right. with Dolly running it, leading the day to day. You yeah. know, with me and Kev at SBH, you got you know Nicole Shelton, you know who runs it, does the day to day. You know what I mean? And that's 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 all of that stuff is like as long as you got somebody that can do the day to day, it's pretty easy because it's a, it's a it's a platform full of creatives, right? So yeah, yeah. like we got Summer eighty five out now on Audible. Nicole yeah. and Chris Chris Morrow are are, are kicking it. All the time, making sure that's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's smart. Only thing we ever get is, yo, listen to this. Tell us yeah. what you think. Yeah, that's where our feedback comes from. Right. After that, we out the way. There's a, a book that I really want to read that uh, my boy Mark, you know Mark Agnon, who had yeah, this yeah, flavor. Yeah. So he was telling me about, and he was just breaking down a little bit. It's called oh. the the E myth. I remember entrepreneur you. myth. I think is what E stands for. And uh, he goes, there's basically like every business, there's like three positions, and like even if people don't think that they fill those roles, they do. Right. Word. There's like the entrepreneur that has like the crazy ideas. There's the technician, the person executes that and but mm-hmm. doesn't like change, doesn't want he like actually hates the entrepreneur because the entrepreneur every day is making his job hard. Yeah. Right. He's like, OK, I've got the cameras and everything worked out. And then the entrepreneur comes in, and goes, what if we shoot this on us on an airplane? 
And he's like, well, 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 we have everything worked out. And then there's the manager who's basically kind of the, the liaison between right. the crazy ideas and the technician. Right. And like, even just looking at our business, I see how that has functioned in that way. And you need that marriage between the three Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. I'm an idea guy. Exactly. You want to say the crazy thing. That's it. And, and then have the people in position to execute. Figure out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like figure out how we can get it done. Yeah. Now I'm an executor as far as showing up to get the work done. But as far as like getting something off the ground. Yes. Actually like, yo, I got this idea. How do we, that, yeah, you need people to help like, you Like you got to figure out, not you, some, your person on your team got to figure out which microphones are going to use. That's right. What the lighting is, what all these things That's are going right. to do. You just have to say, you want to film this on a boat. That's right. <laughs> Find That's me the right. boat. Find me the boat. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's like that. I mean, it's like that with everything. It's like that with you too. No, I, I agree. Dove and everybody, you know, hundred percent. I mean? Yeah, you got to have a team that can help you motherfucking execute. But even when you see people that have, you know, these portfolios with all of these different things in it, trust me, there is somebody yeah. doing the day to day, and it is not that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I am not yeah. that guy. Yeah, I'm too yeah. scatterbrained. Yeah, exactly. I'm too all over the place. They got to keep. But me. you're not supposed to be. You should operate in your genius zone, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, thinking yeah. of these fucking grandiose ideas. And then you have these people who it's their genius zone to execute on them. That's what Chris said in Hard Heart. What'd he say? You remember he was talking about how he doesn't like to do the celebrity thing unless he's on tour. Like he doesn't keep like all of these people around him, like a whole team. Yeah, yeah. Any other time you see him by himself because he Bro. likes to live life. And he says he actually likes to talk to people because that's where he gets his, you know, best I, material from. I've seen Chris frequently in the neighborhood. I think he lives in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't speak to him. He always has huge headphones on. Fake. I've Probably. Seen I've seen those videos. Probably. <laughs> but, yo, it's, I'm weird like that. When Nobody it, wears big headphones like that. that <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are the leave me alone headphones. Well, bro. sometimes people want to be left alone. I, I respect true. people's, I respect people's like space. Like, shit, I was on, on uh, a honeymoon with my wife and, um, Megan Kelly was there with her family. Now, I know Megan. I've done her show a few times. Like, we've talked, you know. But I wasn't 100% sure it was Megan. And we were at the same hotel, small hotel. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? She's with her family. Uh, that's her time. I could go over and then it's not her and then it's whatever. But it, I don't know. Sometimes I just... What if she thinks you're an asshole now? Like, I saw it. Well, I told her afterwards. I was like, oh. I think we're at the same hotel. She was like, that was me. Why don't you come over? And I was like, hey, you know, it's okay. Like, yeah, everybody, maybe you really need a break from that. Yeah. And maybe you want to do that. So when I find, when I see Chris in the neighborhood with the headphones on, as much as I admire him and I'd love to kind of have a talk with him, um, I'm also like, yo, maybe he's going over a set. Maybe he's doing them. Like, I know how it feels to be like busy and have to do things. And I respect somebody's time. I and would I, love for yeah. you to speak to Chris. I would love for you. I talked to him a bunch. Yeah, I would love for you and Chris. Yo, Chris is dope because have a great relationship. Yeah, like first of all, Chris is like the reason. Chris is the first person I saw do comedy that that made me feel like, okay, how do I phrase it? Like you know, the first person that you see do something you love and you want to do it. He inspired you to do no, it. No, 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 no. That makes you go, oh shit, it's okay to think that way. Ooh, he's the first comic that I saw that I felt made my feelings normal, my thoughts normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I would... In my, what was it, the niggas versus black people joke? Uh, I, I wrote that way before him. It was just... It was a guy who was taking almost like a different perspective on things. And I found that, like, I would kind of always do that. And then I saw the guy who's the best at doing it, I was like, oh shit, 
there's a lane for this. Yeah, this yeah, is a yeah, normal yeah. thing. It's it not normal, but this is like it executed this high le- highest level. And he was like, yeah, he made me really like care about doing that. That was the coolest part. That's what Cap said too, man. I mean, I think it's a certain generation of comedians that grew up at a certain time that that Chris is that guy. Like I, I we didn't, I didn't go over in the calling era. Maybe I did. I mean, didn't realize it. I yeah, I was kind of checked out from Carlin. I was born in 1978, but I wasn't in the Carlin. So I, mean, I, I, I just got on the Carlin, <laughs> literally. I love and it. And I got on the Carlin. And it's funny that I'm just getting on the Carlin because I've always heard Chris reference Carlin, but it's because yeah. of the social media clips that I've seen lately and then that documentary yeah. on HBO, but I never was in the Carlin. But it's a certain generation of comedians who grew up on Chris. That's why Kev bought the goat on stage for Chris. Yeah. Like that was for Chris, yeah, yeah, right? He was like, yo, you're the GOAT. You're my GOAT. You're the yeah. reason I wanted to do this. Like, he yeah. bought that on stage just yeah. for uh, Chris. Did he bring that uh, GOAT to Brooklyn? He knew, that's right, that GOAT wouldn't have made it out, goddammit. That GOAT would have not left Brooklyn uncurried at all. I guarantee you that GOAT, that GOAT, that GOAT, he knew not to bring that GOAT to motherfucking Brooklyn, bro. The GOAT might be in Brooklyn now. <laughs> Oh, it is. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is in some form. Mm-hmm. But no, salute to, uh, man, salute to them, man. That was, it was a very phenomenal show, not because of the names, but because of the quality of the content. It had, yeah. Like, because you, you see names and it's a letdown. Like, eh. It's the fact that all of them were executing <laughs> on a high level. And I, it, yeah, it, it, the to me, still sharp and still. Like, Chris had to know, of course, they knew Dave was going to be on. They yeah. knew Kev was going to be there. Kev knew vice versa. They probably been preparing for this shit for months. Of course. Like, we're going to tear it down and in the garden. you know at a moment like that, everybody's going to rank the show. So each of them are going, I got to deliver to Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're going to yeah. see me go up against yeah. this person. I want Andrew Schultz in Ohio. That's what I want. Mm. All right. I want Andrew Schultz at what Dave Chappelle, uh, the, the, the Ohio shows. Yeah. Ask yeah. Rogan, Dave. You know what I mean? Ask Rogan. I'm serious. We need more white men. <laughs> what are we asking We Rogan? need more white men. Because Rogan goes out there all the time. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Rogan know Rogan does that. Ohio shows. All I ever see is Rogan and Louis C.K. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great Louis C.K. joke Dave got too, by the way. <laughs> Dave, Dave got, you got a good one? You got a good one. That's fire, you bro. got a good one. What did you guys talk about after the show? Oh, man. We hung out till like... <sighs> <laughs> we hung out for like <laughs> what were you guys discussing after what were you guys discussing after the show <laughs> kind of shit man we hung out till like 3.30 in the morning man 3.30 4 o'clock in the morning cause we was backstage and then we left to go uh to like a little after party mm-hmm. and we just kicked it Dave is cool man Dave is like <laughs> Dave's a good dude like I can see why everybody loves I mean I've always we've always loved and appreciated Dave but every time I hang with Dave it's the same energy like it's almost like it's almost like he's he might be, he's aware he's Dave Chappelle, but he don't care. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. And, 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 and it just makes you realize like that most celebrities who act like assholes are really just assholes. Yeah. It is, a, it is like wealth or celebrity is a magnifier of That's who you right. are. That's right. My dad used to say that shit all the time. Anybody that gets money or so, some sort of success never knew who they were to begin with. And it just multiplies whatever you are. So yeah. it's like the more wealth, more success Dave has gotten, he's the person who Still wants to be all about community, being mm-hmm. around as many people as possible, yeah. drinking his liquor, smoking his cigarettes, having high level conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, even because when you when you having conversations with Davis, it's always something to talk about. It's yeah. never just like meaningless conversation. Like I've never had to make small talk with Dave. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, salute to Dave. And salute to all of them, man. It's just 
It'd be surreal sometimes that I even know them. <laughs> really? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I, do you know how big you are? No, and I don't that, care. That <laughs> is, I don't want to know. This is you know something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just surreal, like shit. Like, because you think about it back in the day, like, you see, and, I, and by the way, I'm sure it's like that for anybody who was in yeah. the business, but. But you don't see yourself as them in your no, field? Hell no. Oh, in my field? Well, I mean, y'all said I'm Steph Curry. So <laughs> they said that. I didn't say that. They I mean, they said that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, but, I think. But, but even in my field, there's people yeah. that I still look at and I'm in awe. Like, when I'm, when I'm having conversations with Angie Martinez, I'm in awe. You know what I mean? When I worked with Wendy Williams for three, four years, I'm in awe. And I'm sitting, you know, next to Wendy Williams. And I meet Tom Joyner, I'm in awe. Like, oh, shit. You could still you know be I mean? in awe of people, but be better than them. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, no, no, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm better. When I see this, every time I see them, I even listen to, listen to old stuff from them. It's things that they do that I'm like, yo, I got to sharpen that in my game. You I think that's mean? good. I think that that, I think that like you should have a, uh, or all greats probably have a great balance of like insecurity and confidence. Mm -hmm. Like the insecurity like humbles them enough to get better and the confidence that's right. is, you know, so that they can actually execute on their dreams. Always be a student. Yeah. Like, would you, would you go to the show? Like, would you go to a Chris Rock show? Of course. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I saw Dave Chappelle when he was at Radio City, when he did that run at Radio City. Yeah. Uh, I hear some comedians say, I don't want to go see a stand-up special because I don't like to watch other comedians. Well, I don't like to watch other comedians when I'm in writing mode gotcha. and when I'm in performing mode. Got gotcha, you, gotcha. Because I don't want to be affected. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, not yeah, even, yeah. like, material. It's more like I just don't want to be affected while I'm in my... Like it. honing process. Mm -hmm. But like right now, like what Chris said about like taking time off and like everybody is an off season. Like I, I genuinely feel that way. Yeah. Like I respect the fuck out of that stage. I don't like wasting that stage. So it's like. That shit is no joke, bro. It's no joke. But that shit is no joke. But man, I'll tell you something, man. And I've said this before. That has to be the purest form of entertainment on the planet and the most fulfilling. Like, cause it ain't no, it's, there ain't no song. You can't throw a beat on yeah, yeah, and sing yeah. this record that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, like, you yeah. got to go out there with that microphone and just you versus however many people the garden hold, however yeah, many people yeah. Radio City hold. Like, yeah. that is no, no joke. It takes a level of ego. <laughs> yeah. A healthy level of ego, a healthy level of confidence and arrogance to even feel like you can go step out there but, and do your shit. But also... A level of insecurity. The fact that you need the validation of those people. But if you or that you want it in some way. If you don't get it. Yeah. It, it's wild, bro. I pass out on stage. You would pass out? <laughs> right there. They gonna, somebody gonna feel sorry for me. Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna get some sympathy nah, from nah, somebody. Nah, nah. I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to think what would you, you would do to save the day. Faint. Nah, bro. You'd go into your bag of tricks. Like, Yo, why don't why don't Jesus headline his own holiday? You go back and hey. you get the hey. bangers out the fucking hey, closet, man. bro. Hey, we have a friend who tried that once. <laughs> Stop. 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 We had a friend who was reaching Stop. for those greatest Stop. hits. Stop. And they didn't want them. Stop. It. Okay. Stop. Stop. Salute to our guy. Were I love you, him to death, man. Salute to our guy. Were you were you, <laughs> were you were you hoping one of them was gonna catch an L when you were there? There was a little party. Yeah. yeah. I'm always that's, that's, yeah, I'm always hoping somebody catches you. Guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what this guy's you know crazy. Hey, but I really do, I realize I, I might have some type of like Still, I don't know. I don't know what you would call it, but it's some type of tendency where I'm like, I'm really not laughing. Like, I'm, I'm because oh, you're observing when it's so good. I'm real when it's so good. What I do not is be like hysterical. 
Yeah. Like, that's, that's literally it. Because I don't want to miss the next thing. I'm yeah. like, hysterical. But all of them are so good. Like, they know when to let the crowd Let them laugh. laugh. Like, they don't yeah, try yeah. to, you know, talk over the laugh. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's just like, I'm just watching it. I'm like, hysterical. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah, because you're like intellectualizing it. Yes. You're not lost in it. Yes. You're yes. super hyper-focused. Where is he going with this? Can yes. I figure this thing out? What yes. is he trying to do? How is he going to make this funny? Yes. Ooh, this is where I would have gone with it. Oh, I'm finishing lines. There it is. It's there analytical. Was, no, 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 no. I was finishing some lines. Oh, like, yeah? Certain certain parts, certain parts, certain parts. I'm not going to say who certain parts. Because, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you just know where he's going. But, but guess what? When, but that, that's the beauty of it, right? <laughs> when you think you know where it's going, but then they say something else, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah. I, think, you know? I think you're describing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about comedy, bro? Comedy. When you don't see it coming. When you don't see it coming. (laughs) Listen, it's the purest form of entertainment. I love nothing better than it. I love that perspective on it. It's one of those things as a comic, like when I see the way that people naturally react to music, there is envy, right? It's like something about music is... I don't know. It, it, like, it's a part of us. Like, you can move a whole crowd of people. People love singing together. Music comes with memories. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you, whatever your favorite song is, you have a memory attached to that song. So 10 years from now, if you hear the song you and your wife dance to at a wedding, yeah. you're going back to that day. That's, it's going to always be one of your favorite songs. There's memories attached to it. Interesting. Yeah, that's what it is. And and because of that, people react in this that's way right. that's like amazing. So I can only imagine what that's like for like an artist who's there. Like when you see those pictures or videos of DMX at Woodstock, remember like, 90, was it 96 or something like that where it looks like DMX oh, is just performing nuts. for yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. world. You're with like, the jump on, with the uh, uh, yeah. orange jump or uh, burger. No, the, uh, it's overalls, jump. overalls, yeah. And like, so I look at that and I'm like, okay, that's going to be a different feeling. But with comedy, I think storytelling is probably one of the oldest forms of entertainment. So there is something in people that they want to sit with each other and engage in this story, whether it's the fucking the Iliad or the Odyssey or the Bible or whatever it was. Like we want to sit around and engage. And um, yeah, it's just really beautiful when you can get all those people connected like that. It's it's awesome. And, you know, um, what's that noise? I don't know, but Sabi not feeling it. And, you know, the uh, and, and we, we can end on this before we move on because we dick riding right now. No, we're not. We're celebrating. I know Yo, some, we got it. I know. I know people are out there like, look at them dick rides. Who cares? You, you gotta celebrate man? people. Get yeah. people their flowers. We we celebrate them even if there was you know some hate going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, it is all good. You know what I mean? But, but I will say this: <laughs> the, the, the strange thing about comedy. Go get him, Sabi. Get him. Wow, Sabi's a fucking guard dog. Get him. Get him. I didn't know Sabi was a guard dog. Oh, 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 Sabi, you a guard dog, bro? Yeah, Sabi, sit down. He's looking at Taylor Thighs. He's <laughs> 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 he looking at that BBL Taylor just got. <clears throat> Taylor got that fresh BBL. Sabi, sit Who's down. Who's Laguna Beach? I don't know who the fuck the girls from Laguna Beach are. Okay. Come on, yo. Come on. God bless him. Come on. Um, but um <laughs> Come on, yo. <laughs> Come on. What has MTV ever done for anyone? I know, right? <laughs> Come on now. That's sarcasm. Oh. Come on, Taylor. We both got our kind of start there. You know what I mean? But um this is the thing about She's comedy. not a guard dog, by the way. She's the biggest. I can't tell she's not a guard dog. But that's what I need. Oh, okay. Yeah. But here's the strange thing about comedy. <laughs> Chris, I left that show. Chris, Chris hit her with the, 
Chris went to go stop her. She started barking. He was like, everything's oh, okay. Chris is right, because that dog bites some motherfucking body. WTF is out of business. No. I know they don't got that kind of insurance. No, you don't got dog that insurance. That dog bites somebody in here. You, everybody's liable. I think she's more worried about getting bitten here. <laughs> so, come on come on guys come on guys come on guys here's the thing man here's the thing about a good stand up show a good stand up show when I left that show Saturday I had a I strangely felt like with all the shit going on in the world we gonna be out we gonna be alright that's how I felt. Yeah, you get a laugh in, That's man. It. You laugh with other people. That's you see it. them laughing at all the ridiculous things in the world. That's it. And you know, you're like, you know what? Life isn't Twitter. Life is not. People have a sense Twitter. of humor. They Life can laugh at themselves. Twitter. They can laugh at other people. That's right. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. That's right. That's the moral of the story. Uh, let's and go check out those shows, man. Chris, salute Rocky, the goat, yo. Yeah. Salute Chris. Kevin Hart reality. Salute Kev. Salute Dave, salute man. Dave. If Dave, you can go see them. Just Dave's about to. Announce the run of shows too, so make sure y'all go Ooh. check that out. Uh, let's pay some bills. Uh, Hennessy, Hennessy celebrates those who never stop and never settle, and their never-ending pursuit of greatness. Okay, the greatest cognac of all time, Hennessy. Maurice Ashley lives his passion through his love of chess. He made history in 1999 as the world's first black grandmaster. An inspiring story of intellect and brilliance. His ability to push the potential of his own mind and new levels of greatness is universally inspiring. In the world of the mind, there are no limits. Hennessy, never stop, never settle. This product is only for those 21 and up. Please drink responsibly. Visit www.hennessy.com to learn more about Maurice Ashley. That's Hennessy, H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y.com. This episode has also been brought to you by Onyx, okay? You know those times where you're so into what you're doing that you can't think about anything else? The times when you're at your most focused and productive, psychologists call that feeling being in the zone or the flow state. An alpha brain from Onnit is the ultimate way to get there. A world-renowned nootropic supplements with over 1 million bottles sold. They've sold over 1 million bottles, okay? Alpha brain promotes cognitive functions including memory, mental speed, and focus. It can help you remember names zero in on complex tasks and think more clearly under stress. Comedian and podcaster Joe Rogan says he feels it helps him form better sentences when he's talking. Joe's told me that off camera, man. I, he's like, literally, I think my retention has to do with the fact that I'm on this uh, alpha brain. It really helps with that. So at the same time, it supports neurotransmitters, chemicals that relay information in and from the brain, if coffee and energy drinks make you jittery, you can rest easy knowing that Alpha Brain is caffeine free. But if for any reason you don't like Alpha Brain, you can get your money back. OK, you can get it back. Just give us two weeks. That's it. OK, if at any point you don't feel like Alpha Brain is a fit for you, just tell us why and we'll refund you your money on the spot. No return necessary. So save 10 percent on your order by going to on it. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash idiots. Or swing by your local Walmart and pick up some today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash idiots. Now, let's get back to the show. Church announcements. Yo, um, it's the last week that Infamous is on sale, man. Go check that out right now. Uh, TheAndrewShows.com. Thank you guys so much for supporting. Thank you guys so much for 
just spreading the word. Like everybody that just watches it, posts it on Instagram, tells their friends to go buy it. Like it's just fucking unbelievable. What about the bootleggers, yo? You're not gonna get a yo, motherfuckers, motherfuckers bro. They did, they did, bro. They had that shit up there on the yeah. fire stick or the torrent or whatever. How did they do that though? Well, no matter of fact, don't know. tell them. I don't tell them. I don't know, but like, um, yo, just stop. I don't know. It's just so cool seeing people support and seeing people spread the word. And Instagram blocked my whole fucking shit this week, so it's been harder to get the word out. But uh, but yeah, man, thank you guys so much. Go go you know gobble it up this week. Uh, TheAndrewShows.com. Treat it like a glizzy. That's facts. Watch it with the boys. Watch it with the ladies, and just enjoy it, man. Just you know, we're really proud. We put this fucking work in, and you have until the end of the day Sunday to go get it. Wow, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So are you on to the next after that? You going to start working on the new one or? Um, I I still want, the, I, you know, basically what Rock was saying, I kind of agree with. Like, I want to feel life a little bit more. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll start going on stage again in August, but I still want to, like, reflect on, like, I got married, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, there's changes that are going on in my life. So I want to sit down and really kind of chew on that and figure yeah. out what that is. I've been running a million miles a second. So I want to take a moment to just think about that. Yeah. How I really feel about things. What is change? Yeah. Like, what do I, how do I think about politics now? How do I think about relationships now? How do I think about all the money now? Like, so I, I just need some time to chew on that so that when I get back on stage, I have something I'm like excited and passionate to talk about. Or, that's that's one of the things with comedy is very important to me. I don't like writing jokes about things I don't care about. I have to be like or, passionate about it. And uh, I yeah, once I get something that I'm ready, I, I get back on stage, I'm going to be so fucking excited. It's going to be great. Word. My church announcements, uh, Summer 85 yeah. <clears throat> is out right now. Uh, on Audible tells the story of uh, the bombing of the MOVE organization uh, and, and that correlation with uh, the Live Aid concert that happened uh, the, the the summer of 1985 uh, brought to you by Chris Moreau and Loudspeaker, right? That's not, what's your company called, Chris? Is this Chris Moreau? Chris Moreau Productions. Okay, Summer 85, that's out right now. Make sure you go get that on Audible. The Black Effect Podcast Festival, Sunday, August 28th at the Mirage in Brooklyn. If you want to see some of your favorite podcasts live, 85 South Show, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, DC Young Fly, Horrible Decisions, Mandy and Wheezy. Uh, Jess Hilarious is going to be there. Uh, just added Earn Your Leisure, my guys Rashad and Troy. Uh, we got a, a women in podcasting panel. We got a business of podcasting panel. Mouse Jones is doing trap karaoke. We got food. We got drinks. We got vendors. It's a festival, man. So, you know, uh, Sunday, August 28th. Go get your tickets at blackeffect.com slash podcast festival. That's blackeffect.com slash podcast festival. We'll see you in Brooklyn on Sunday, August 28th. And uh, season two of my late night talk show premieres this week, Thursday, 11.30 p.m., right after The Daily Show. That's our time slot uh, every Thursday night right after The Daily Show. Uh, the GOAT. Young Hezzy Andrew Schultz will be hey, on. Hey. He'll be on the panel this week. I have no idea who else is on uh, this week, but I'm sure that we will find something to discuss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This so, is going to be good. So make sure you tune in. Uh, I'm excited for that, man. I am, too. Who else? Do, do we know who else is on? I really have no idea who this else is This is phenomenal. On. I really have no idea this is great. who else is going to be on. Uh, salute to my guy, Josh Lieb, too. We just announced that uh, Josh Lieb, he's joined the creative team of uh, Hell, of a, Hell of a Week. I mean, he's been joined, but, you know, we just announced it. Uh, if you don't know who Josh Lieb is, he is this uh, funny, funny, funny dude from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. He used to uh, be an executive producer with John Stewart's The Daily Show. He won, like, 
seven Emmys with The Daily Show. And he was the showrunner for The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Um, he has his own production company. He writes children's books. And he's just he's just one of those comedy geeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just one of loves those, the like, game. Loves the game. You know, loves a uh, great conversation, great POV. So it's good to have Josh on the team. So what's the setup going to be like? Is it going to is it going to be similar to like Mar? Is it going to be similar to Mar, Daily Chelsea. Show, Chelsea? Mar, Chelsea. Mar, okay. old Chelsea. E! News, Chelsea. Okay. Chelsea. Just that panel setup. Like I missed that. You know, I missed that community conversation. That's what I do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I do community conversations. Breakfast Club is not just me. Brilliant Idiots is not just me. I prefer the community conversations. Like, that, that doing a whole show with just you, that's too much heavy lifting, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? For I a agree. conversational show. I like, I like having the panel. Like, you know, even when I do one-on-one conversations, that's me and somebody else. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that energy. So, that's what you want to bounce off somebody. Yeah. I feel like that every time I go on Instagram live, I'm like, I'm not talking to somebody. I'm talking to all these people. Yeah. But like, I, it's not, it's way more entertaining when I can bounce off of someone. Different, by the way, different skill set. There's some personalities. Amazing. Wendy Williams, John Stewart. Yes. They are incredible at that. That's the thing. I always, you know who else has that from our generation? Letty Martinez. Yeah, Letty. Letty can get Shout in front of a microphone and just talk. And blow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's because she's a child, an imaginary friend, whatever it is. She knows <laughs> yeah. how to do that in a real way. It's a different muscle. It's a different skill set. I respect it. I appreciate it. Uh, I think either one of us could do it, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah, like I, I, I could do it if I have an audience that's stand up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like for me, this is more fun. Mm -hmm. Like even, you know, with flagrant, I agree with you. It's like community that that's a great way of putting it. It's nice to have other people tap in, other people laugh and like laugh together and like argue together and try to get people on your side with the logic. And then other people trying to get people on their side. I I don't know. It's a much more like natural human thing. Even the shows I love, like inside the NBA, like. Right. Like there's things that just tap into that feeling. I did the view yesterday. How was Oh, it was a rush. Wait, wait, why, why, I why? I loved it. Why, 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 why? I just, I, I, I mean, I've done the view before. Last time I did the view was 2017 when uh, Black Privilege came out. Uh, I actually did it on release day. And I, I said this on the show. I thanked them because I did, I did two things on release day of Black Privilege. I did Elvis Duran in the morning. Yep. And I did the view. Legends. And by the time I left Elvis Duran, Black Privilege was like number three overall. And by the time I left the view, I, it was, it, it had hit one or something. Wow. But it, so I, and I knew, and it was on, ended up being on the New York Times bestseller list for like 12, 13 weeks. After wow. that, so I knew that they played a big part in that. But yo, that show was phenomenal. Really? Cause, just because it's like, who was there? It was Ann Navarro, uh, Joy Behar, uh, Sarah, what's Sarah's last name? Sarah Haynes and um, Whoopi. You know, Queen Whoopi. And it was just like, Anna, first of all, I, Anna hit me with something that I, I wasn't expecting, right? Because she, we would talk to you like, you know, we were talking before you came on and we were talking about, uh, you know, Liz Cheney. Yeah. Liz, Liz Cheney. Yeah. Pull up Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, a uh, daughter of Dick. Vice yeah. Former, former Vice President Dick. Yeah. Um, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, no, that's me. That, oh, that's Fox News headline. Fox News says Charlemagne the God mocks Kamala Harris. I didn't mock Kamala. They just asked me what did, what did Kamala say after I questioned her about, you know, Joe Manchin and who's the real president of this country. And I was just like, she didn't say Nothing. Yeah, she really didn't say anything. She didn't say nothing. Like, she didn't answer the question. Like, she didn't say nothing. How bad is Kamala Harris that Joe Biden is barely alive and we're, nobody's even suggesting that Kamala takes over? 
Like, you got to be really <laughs> bad. Is that the new thing with vice presidents? Like, Trump had that with Pence. We're like, well, we don't want that fucking maniac. And I wonder if you, perp- like, your protection as president is a shitty vice. The crazy thing is, um, oh, here we go. I want to go back to that combo point, but listen, listen. <laughs> we were talking before you came out, we were talking about politics and we were talking about Liz Cheney. And there's some people like me who see her as a profile in courage, as a historical figure, uh, as somebody who's L- put- Liz Cheney? Yes. How do you see her? Not none of those things. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, that's a broad question. How do I see her? Like, yeah, because some people see her as a hero in today's politics. No. Some people see her as a zero. Well, she's standing up. To people who say that the, the bar election was pretty low, yeah, was, I mean, she was, was stolen. Yeah, but she was complicit for four years. I mean, when you ride with uh, Donald Trump on damn near everything for four years, I don't think you can be considered a hero. Not to mention, uh, after January 6th, she voted against the John Lewis voting rights bill. So you can't tell me that you're standing up for democracy when you won't even vote to preserve the cornerstone of democracy, which is voting. Yeah. Now, okay. I love that. Yeah. Number one, I wasn't expecting it. So I didn't know what I, I thought. I, I mean, I thought we were going to talk about the show, stuff like that. And it's just like, I realize I really love conflict. <laughs> I'm just, y'all think I love conflict? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. You thrive yes. in conflict. It's all you know. My biggest fear about like you removing your depression and anxiety is you're just going to kill yourself. <laughs> like, you'll be the first person that got happy and was like, fuck this. <laughs> I just love a good, I love a good debate. I love a yeah. good, honest debate. I love good conversations with smart people. Because number one, I never heard that perspective. I didn't know people thought Liz Cheney was a hero. I didn't. I don't know who she is. <laughs> I don't know who she is. Is she the lesbian one? I know no, he I got a, so. he got a lesbian daughter and then is another Liz daughter. Le- I don't think she is. But he got he got. Do you know why Liz is a hero? Considered a hero, Chris. You want to come? In come here, come on, come on, get on the mic, Chris. Get on the mic, get on the mic. Chris gonna have to bend over, and make it look oh, like Chris God, twerking. With, make with, it look like Chris twerking when he's and then the mask, dude. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? You, you just you already had it. You're good. Just all right, yeah. It's fucking I, ridiculous. That's for monkeypox. That's not for COVID. Yo, you think he's waiting out for COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Did any of them have anything good for monkeypox? Any of the comics? No. No. No, no, yeah, no he did. Well, he, he must have been winging it then. Dave definitely did. Yeah, he had a bar. Yeah, he had a little bar. He had a bar for monkeypox. But I, 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 it'll be telling a joke, so I don't want to. All right, all right. But go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Why is Liz Cheney considered a hero? I think she's seen as the only member of like the old guard of the Republican Party, who's more centrist version of the Republican Party, who's pushing back against. She's Trump. centrist. Yeah, by today's terms. No yeah. way. She voted against abortion rights. She voted a, a, against the voting rights bill. She voted with Trump on 93% of everything. How is that centrist? Didn't she not believe in gay marriage and her sister's doesn't. gay married? Yeah, I think so. Before you pass out from standing up. Yes. What, 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 what <laughs> is Chris, That's what I got. I mean, you know, that's like. It? I didn't know she was considered a hero, though. Hero? Pe- pe- people that's thought that, like, Milt Romney was going to stand up against Trump as a re- representative of that kind of more traditional Republicans. Yeah, but it's, it's easy to stand up when he's not Chris, a I love, I love Chris. Chris walked over to the mic and to not talk, talk to the mic. The mic. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable, bro. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say, it's easy to stand up to Trump when Trump's not in power no more. 
Yeah. She would not be having that energy if Trump was still in power. She well, still he, has to worry about re-election and stuff like right, that. Sir. It's like... It, went, oh, her, yeah. it says over for her in whatever state she's in. So they that, it's a rat. Montana, Wyoming. Her, Wyoming, one of them. That's why they're calling her a hero. It's like she's trying to stand up now for what she thinks is right. Even despite though, the despite, fact that she's going to lose. Yeah. I mean, listen, if I commit a murder with somebody and, you know, decide to, you know, tell on the person after the fact, I still committed the murder, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might get some time taken off my sentence. But I'm still going to jail and I'm still an accessory. You're saying that she was dick riding Trump. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. You, the, she voted with him over 90% of the time. But you probably agree with Trump on 90% of things. Who? You. No. I don't uh, he's know. like, I like ice cream. You're like, ice cream's good. <laughs> like, That's not gold, though. I, you know, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like traffic. Like, like, we all probably agree on 90% of but shit. But that's why the voting record is the thing to look at, right? Because uh, people can say anything. Yeah, yeah, You can yeah. say anything. Oh, I do this, I do that. But what happens when you vote, bro? Uh, you know what I mean? So for me, it's just like, no. Yo, first of all, I don't want to hear shit about preserving democracy if you're not voting to preserve voting rights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you can't say you're standing for democracy, if you are not voting to preserve voting rights, anything else is, ugh. And any woman that's not pro-choice, I mean, I get it for religious reasons and stuff like that. Yeah. But even if you disagree with abortion, you should still agree with a woman's right to choose. Mm, right? Not necessarily, but... You don't think so? No, I personally am cool with it. Because even if it's religious, like, if they want to make the choice to do something if that they you make the choice to, hell, to go to them, hell, yeah, I guess... That's make, on them. But aren't you supposed to be your brother's keeper? Not it says brothers. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it says, it says brother. <laughs> okay, what? Why are you complicating? <laughs> you can only abort the women. Is what you're trying. I'm to say. just saying it says my brother's keeper. I'm saying that I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, yo, Taylor, what's wrong, yo? <laughs> yeah. All right, this is good, man. Napping. Do you believe this shit? Scroll down, Taylor. Napping regularly linked to high blood pressure and stroke. But study. Hold on. Mind. Hold on. Hold on. Talk to me, Schultz. This is some bullshit. They're trying to keep us woke. Well, no, I I don't think that's the reason why black people have high blood pressure and strokes. Shit. Why you make this a color thing? <laughs> Napping? That's not. <laughs> Shut up. Yo, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I don't think, wait a minute, what are you, this what are you guy got Kevin Durant scared for no goddamn reason, this guy is crazy, I just don't. This guy is crazy. I, yo. I, wait a minute. Explain. <laughs> They're not going to trade Kevin Durant. They don't think he's going to pass a physical now because of you. <laughs> this guy is crazy, yo. This I'm guy just, said people with naps got high blood pressure. No, I just. <laughs> this guy is wow. I, I think that could be a correlation. Like, obviously, you know, there are certain things that affect the black community. That, but I don't think it has anything to do with hair. I, I think that that's. I think that's like fucking racist to even They're make that connection. About napping. I, I agree with you. But they talk about napping. Like sleep, man. This guy. Oh yes, shit! Man. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. That's oh, that's crazy, dude. Is that Yo. those are spelled the same? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, dude. Says, this may be because although taking a nap itself is not awful, <laughs> many people who take naps may do so because of poor sleep at night. Poor sleep at night is associated with poor health, and naps are not enough to make up for that says clinical psychologist Michael Graner. Graner directs the Behavioral Sleep Medicine Clinic 
at the Barner University Medical Center in Tucson, Arizona. He wasn't involved in the study, though. Study participants who typically napped during the day were 12% more likely to develop high blood pressure over time and were 20% more likely to have a stroke compared with people who never napped. Wow. I'm taking my chances, bro. No, but I think it's probably like fatter, more unhealthy people nap. And I think that's why it looks, it's not napping that's causing it. It's your fat ass. You don't nap? I love napping. I love a nap. But, I can't do certain things without a nap. That's true. Like, that, if I know I'm going out to a comedy show yeah. or something, I got to sleep during the day, bro. Yeah, but people, yeah, I don't think people realize, like, you're up at four in the morning. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. So it's like you need a nap in order to function. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, it's probably people who are more unhealthy are taking naps, and that unhealthiness is what's causing them to have strokes, not the fact that they're sleeping for an hour That's a, day. a good point. I need to know more. Yeah. I need to know who are these people they're studying? What is already their health condition? That's what I hate about these studies like this. Yeah, it's good. Like, that's so generic. What's that fucking quote, Chris? Uh, There's three lies, like lies, big lies and statistics or something like that. There's something like, basically, you can like flip statistics to make anything look like what you want it to be. Oh, hold on. See? The result. Okay. All right. Let's scroll scroll up, Taylor. I think we're seeing the details. Hold on. Study participants, okay, we read that. Study participants who typically nap, right? If the person was, let me read this all together. Study participants who typically nap during the day were 12% more likely to develop high blood pressure over time and were 24% more likely to have a stroke compared with people who never napped. If the person was younger than age 60, napping most days raised the risk of developing high blood pressure by 20% compared with people who never or rarely (laughs) napped, according to the study published Monday in Hypertension, uh, the results held true even after researchers excluded people at high risk for hypertension, such as those with type 2 diabetes, existing high blood pressure, high cholesterol, sleep disorders, and who did night shift work. So basically, they did a study on people who are already dealing with these issues. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Oh, come on. Yeah, don't believe none of this shit, bro. Take your naps if you want to, and yeah. you know, it is it is what it is, man. I'm taking a nap. Because I, 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 I read that, and I was like, yo, they're just trying to keep us woke, bro. And, and I feel like every woke person needs a nap. Yeah. Wokeness is kind of like dead a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, I think everybody's, we're turning the tide on all that. It's just annoying. I think I think, I think conscious is better than being just woke. For yeah, you could be woke. aware. Aware. Bro, there's a funny clip this, this kid put out, and he's uh, wearing a sombrero. Um, what is the uh, Mexican garb that they put on? Poncho. A poncho. And a fake mustache. And he's walking around like this, like a uh, college area. And he's like all these like, you know, like woke kids. He's going, do you think this is offensive? And they're like, yeah, like you're appropriating culture. It's all different types, not just white people. It's like all woke. Different. And uh, yeah, it's, you, you have to know about the culture before you use that. Yes, that's offensive. Do you think this is offensive? Every single person. Yes, that's offensive. He goes to the Mexican neighborhood and he goes, what do you guys think of this? They're like, no, that's cool, bro. Yeah. Fucking, that's fire. And it's like, they like their culture. It's not yeah. insulting. If you like your thing and yeah. then you see somebody else in it, you're like, this is cool. Uh, what do you mean it's not true? Close your, boom. Close your you tail. can't tell Mexicans what they like or they don't like. Because Think about it. Think about when uh, the Dems, uh, the Democrats, they were the... The Kente cloth and all that. Yeah. yeah. That's, not, like, that's not your culture. It, 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 I, that's not your an- culture. It's my ancestors, though. Is it, though? It's not the point. <laughs> You, that's that not your culture. You know Please do not speak on behalf of the proud African people. Here's the thing. That's their culture. I, but I, 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 I get what Taylor said. You I never wore a kente cloth in your life. How do you know? I don't. 
I don't think I, I don't I don't think they. Am were, I wrong? No, you're right. I don't think the Dems were appropriating culture as much as that shit was just corny as fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see all of that symbolism and all of that. It's also know, from a politician. I want to see legislation being passed. Like, that's yeah. not what I want to see. I'm tired of Democrats doing those symbolic stunts and singing and dancing yeah. and all Same of that thing shit. thing with braids. We don't like seeing the whites with braids either. I don't Why? Know how do we get here? I, I just you appropriate Mexican culture right now. You got on the goddamn um, what's that shit called? She got on right there, the button up joint. Oh, a flannel, a flannel. Yo. That's not Mexican. Yes, it is. I thought that's white. No, nope. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's white. Oh, that's okay. white culture. Well, You're appropriating white culture. White also, ripped jean shorts. White. Wow. You dress like a white girl. You got the Daisy. Wow. You got Daisy Dukes on. That is festival attire. That is true. Yeah. That's why the you dog. You dress like a little white girl, yo. The dog wants to know why you got on all of that brown <laughs> you know, makeup. Just say who's this white girl with all this brown makeup? <laughs> yo, seriously. Um, what else? Uh, did you see Kid Cudi getting that shit thrown at him, bro? Yeah, that shit was funny as hell. I ain't gonna lie. If another thing gets thrown at me, I'm walking off this stage. They lucky he gave a warning. <laughs> I just walked off. They're lucky he gave a warning. He should have never done that, bro. He should have never stepped in for the concert because he's replacing Kanye, a yeah. guy that he just called corny, yeah. and all these people bought the tickets to see Kanye. The fuck you think was going to happen? That's true. <laughs> Kanye fast as shit, bro. I don't know how he threw that shit at Cuddy and then got over, <laughs> then got over the little Dirk stage that fast. You know he performed on little Dirk <laughs> on stage. On Dirk stage. That's wild. Yo, Kanye really does move to the beat of his own drum because why would you pull out a Rolling Loud just to perform there? Just to be a guest feature on somebody's set. Nobody thinks that's weird. But he's brilliant because now we're talking about it. I guess. We don't even know if that was really Kanye on Dirk stage. Right. Oh, the, that, shit. The, I, I, you asked me, Kanye was in the crowd. Oh, and <laughs> Kanye was tossing that fucking... stuff at Cuddy. And then he had his, he had his, he had his uh, body double come out, perform oh, with Dirk. Oh, shit. Body double looks better, too. That's what I'm saying. You know oh, what I mean? And if you watch shit. it, the body double performs, then bounces for a second, and then comes back out, and it's a, like a thinner-looking Kanye. <laughs> I'm making all this up. <laughs> the reason I'm making all this up is because people are so fucking stupid. I said this yesterday on Breakfast Club. I was like, I don't know how Kanye got back to the other stage so fast, and it was a goddamn headline. Charlamagne says Kanye was just throwing stuff at Kid Cudi. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, that's Can a, we not, do that's, we not understand jokes and sarcasm anymore? That's a perfect headline. <laughs> I'm clicking on it. I, mean, I like, did say that. I mean, you did say it, what and I'm clicking on it. And it's like, does he have insider information? <laughs> Whether it's true or not, it's just the most entertaining take. Oh, also, man. when Kanye comes out to this song as a surprise, what song is it? Tell me what song is it. I didn't hear it. You already know. Run it from the beginning and don't ruin it for him. Don't ruin it for him. Go to the beginning. Oh no, this is a classic. No, no. no, no, no. go back, go back, go back. Oh, no, this is a classic. This is a classic. To the beginning. There it is. No, this is a classic. First of all. The Life of Pablo is a classic album. And phenomenal. Phenomenal. Bro, there's this, there, those first three songs on Life of Pablo, that's like some of the greatest sequences oh, ever. Unbelievable. Bro. Oh, what are those songs? I know it's Ultralight Beam. Yo, Metro, don't. Father's I'm going to shoot man. you. Beautiful morning. Wake me in the morning. I mean, are you kidding me? Yo, those first... What's Kid Cudi doing? <laughs> he ain't fucking with What you. is Kid Cudi doing for that? I almost killed myself. I think Cudi on. Fuck. Ain't he on Father Scratch My Hands? What? Cudi's on Father Scratch My Hands, though. 
Mm-hmm. He's on that record. Nah. Yes, yes, he's the one going, I just want to be. We could have got someone else. <laughs> right? and I'm sorry. Right, that's Cuddy. But Father Scratch My Hands in the part two in the famous. Man, that's like, no, it's that's, un- that's no, three, the three first the, song. Ultralight Beam from Ultralight oh, yeah, Beam. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, this, absolutely. It's, Ultralight Beam, Father Scratch My Hands, part two. Yeah. Famous. That's like some Up of the in greatest. The morning, they Ooh, did that. What is with it? The panda shit. Oh, oh God. man. Nah, that's, that, that shit slaps, bro. Life of Pablo is a classic fucking album. That ain't Kanye, bro. It's one, that's not Kanye. Who is it? That's whoever threw that shit at Kid Cudi. Yes. I don't know who that is, bro. Oh, that's um, wild. Nick Cannon. Shout out to Nick. Yo, Nick Duval said. had a funny-ass picture, he said. Hilarious. He's, yo, Duval said play, that. Play the Nick Cannon clip, Taylor. <laughs> Back it up, Tay! Back it up, Taylor. <laughs> Back it up, Taylor! Duval said, uh, Nick Cannon gonna start aging when his baby mama start fighting. <laughs> and bro, That's, so- he ain't lying, bro. <laughs> yo, son. He showed a picture. I'm yeah. like, Nick is aging. <laughs> Nick, Duval got to stop. Nah, he's undefeated, bro. Duval. You saw when that girl said it, he's ugly as hell, he just posted a picture of her? Duval said Saucy Santana going to be around for a long time. Yeah. Because Saucy Santana can perform his ass off. Duval, if you think Saucy got a fat ass, just say it. Yo, just say All it right? one time. I'm, I've already admitted it. Saucy be thanging. Yeah. That thing be thanging. <laughs> yeah, they, what them kids say? <laughs> <laughs> what is he saying? Al, what is Charlamagne trying to say? What did the kids say? That thing be danging. And by kids, I mean kids. What are you oh. talking about right oh. now, son? <laughs> look, at, look at Saucy throw that hey, thing. Hey, hey, Saucy. That's the best BBL in the business. You think? 100%. Who did that one? I don't know who did Saucy's BBL, but all of y'all need to go to Saucy's BBL. Lil Duval, Lil Duval says Saucy Santana going to be around for a while because he really puts on the show. Yeah. Oh, I was memorized by what? Not the show. By what the show? Say it. Just the show. Say it. Just, Don't it be like seems Duvall. Like, God Say damn, it. bro. God <laughs> damn. Thing, thing. Saucy. <laughs> right. That is Ain't saucy right saucy there. About that. That's thick. You think that's steak? That's Thick. Yeah, that shit is okay. Straight them thick, grits bro. ain't watery at all. Not at all, them bro. Them grits ain't watery. Ain't no sauce in them grits. God damn it! Thickness, thick gravy. God damn it, saucy! <laughs> Can we get saucy on the podcast? You want saucy on the podcast? Yeah, saucy on the podcast, man. I mean, look at stomp, stomp, shake, hey, shake, hey, hey. Does hey, he got titties hey, a little hey, too? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, he killing you. Yeah, you can't compete. He killing you, Taylor. You That's can't right. compete. I'm glad you bow down. Learn to bow down to us thick niggas. <laughs> all right? Me and Saucy, respect your fucking elders and the people that are thicker than you in this business. All right, Taylor Gang? All right? <laughs> okay. Yo, you think, you think you're thicker than Saucy? No, I don't got Saucy. <laughs> no, nah, I don't got nothing on Saucy. I got Taylor, though. You got Taylor. Easy. Yo, hold on. Easy. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You Easy. Think, you think that you're thicker than Taylor? Easily. Taylor know that. Wow. Taylor oh, Taylor. Taylor, go on the mic, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor go on the mic. Taylor, know that. <laughs> Taylor. You don't even have ass like me, Charlotte. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. You, you just want me to stand up and show it to the camera. I ain't giving but no we, ass. But we did that one time when you dropped it. Killed him. You, he Kilter. did kill you. Kilter. She he ain't did recovered kill you. She ain't recovered yet. She really has Ever since that day, she's been talking about getting a BBL. Yo, stop saying that. <laughs> what? I have no BBL and y'all can see it because my thighs match. No, but. What are you saying? But I think that's a Saucy Charlotte. Saucy thighs match? That's because you already been thick, though. 
Stop hating. Yeah, yo. You're just hating. God damn. Taylor, <laughs> no, nobody can be thick with you. Damn. Pack it up, Tay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pack. Play, play the Nick Cannon clip, Taylor. Salute to Saucy, though. I fuck with Saucy, man. Saucy is very entertaining, though. Now, yeah, what Nick wild. Cannon do? This is wild. Let me see this. You got to hear this. This is wild. This is a wild statement for anybody to make, yo. All right, let's see this. The wilding out head honcho was wild. 80% of women that probably need assistance when it comes to fem female hygiene. Ooh, you and then there's this magnificent, wow. magnificent 20% that have no smell. I think I'm part of the 2% because I definitely agree with 20, 20, it's no, a 20. I, I'm, I'm narrowing but, it down. But even because I'm, I'm at the top of that 20%. And then those are the keepers. Those are the keepers. Those are like, yo, fresh out the like, yeah. shower. It was amazing. If I stick, if I could swirl around and like, it's going to be a nice day. Amazing. And everything. That's amazing, but mm -hmm. that's not normal. Well, it's normal for me. <laughs> All these girls acting like they pussy don't stink <laughs> sometimes. Come on, yo. You want me to eat this? Present company excluded. I we men, we talk about this all the time. Do y'all know when y'all stinking up the room? Like, I, I don't have. Well, see, I, I said present. I already is, know that he don't got the heart to tell one of them they stink. <laughs> but, but but that's the thing. But because yeah, I've never been people stink up. Right? It's like once or twice. You've never spelled bad women in the whole life. The whole life. Once or twice. You're you. You. You got. Tell me what's wild about that statement before I say what I think is wild about that statement. Wait, what's wild about 80% of women need help with feminine hygiene? Yes. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's right. He would know. You think he's fucked 80% of women? Yeah. Okay, you might have a point. <laughs> I think he's 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 gone through a nice sample size. He's come through and a nice you could use size. that as like, you know, how they decide if the state it, who wins the state based on like, you know, testing a thousand yeah. people. I think I I don't know. I I think yeah, I think he might know something here. Now, I will say this, uh, you know, you 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 You've never smelled like a a gross box? Uh, yeah, I have, but I mean, it's supposed to smell like something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, have I smelled this one that smells sour? Yes. You know what I mean? Those but, are just rough, huh? Huh? Those are rough when they smell like that, right? <laughs> you don't. Uh, you know, my daddy. We'll stop you from My eating. daddy gave me a lot of bad advice when I was younger, man. My daddy said, "If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. If it smells like fish, eat all you wish." No, wow. he didn't say that. Now that I get old, not not not. I'm, I'm be honest wow. with you. I'm 44, and I need to call my dad and ask him what that meant. Because <laughs> now, when I think about it now, I'm like, "Well, damn, how long have trans women been around?" Wait, why? If it smells like cologne. Oh, shit. So I don't know what he was saying. I thought he was saying one thing. Maybe he meant something else. You know what I mean? Because back then, I just thought I was young. So, like, when you hear cologne, perfume, you just think it's all one fragrance. But now that I'm old, I'm like, what the fuck did what that mean? What do you that? mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I want to ask him. But Bro. If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. If it smells like fish, eat all you wish. That's what my dad used to always say. And like, oh, like my dad. Men wear cologne is what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. Older, older, like older men around me would always be like, it's supposed to have some type of smell. So, I mean, it's not stink, but. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, do we ever smell our balls? 
I mean, my shit stinks, bro. Uh, after a hard day. Yeah. Like, you take them drawers off, you're like, oh, shit. Like, that, that Cameron lyric, bro. <laughs> what? Because she licked my balls right after I play I ball. play ball. No watch them, no nothing. Hear what I say, y'all? Yo. <laughs> okay, y'all. <laughs> Act like St. J, y'all. I turned the baddest bitches gay, y'all. <laughs> yo, yo, Cam is the Cam fucking the man, son. Nah, Cam is the illness. That's just a wild statement to make. Like, all of us don't have odors at some point in time. Yeah. You know, because I think he even made the statement like, you know, like you, you don't even have to do it. It's like fresh out the shower, whatever. So it's like, everybody, who doesn't wash before they have sex? You don't yeah. wash before you have sex? You're not just diving in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it's like... Well, sometimes you dive in, you come right from the club, you're not taking a shower. That's different. Yeah. You both smell like the club. You smell like the club. You, know you both smell like the club or you both smell like you've been outside. That's different. And you're probably intoxicated. You're not even thinking about it. You're not it. even thinking about it. Yeah. Out, like, boom. And most women have the wherewithal to, no, go give it a load. Oh, spritz it up. Spritz. Spritz it up. Yeah. spritzer. You know what I mean? Okay, like, so why are these girls that are hooking up with Nick Cannon feeling like they don't have to clean their vaginas first? That's how do we something. Know, how, how do we know Nick not throwing pH balances off? Oh, all the women he's sleeping. Oh with. shit! So Nick is bad for pussy. I'm just saying. Wildin, 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 Yo, that'd be a funny ass signal for Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Nick want to tell women when they got a stink vagina, wildin, wildin. As soon as they pants come off, she know what time it is. So they gonna have so many jokes on Nick this next season Jesus with these Christ. kids. At the family reunion, <laughs> ain't no room in this bitch, cause all of his kids. Hey. Haley, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever had a guy tell you that? Have you ever had a guy say that your crotch smelled like a garbage bag? <laughs> that that box was stinking. <laughs> that that poom poom was pungent. Did- Never? Oh, I, I told you. Wow. Boom, boom. What Me don't eat no garbage pussy. <laughs> I told y'all before though. Like <laughs> I had to sniff myself like, oh shit, this is not the time to do that. What well, really? you smelled yourself? What did you smell like? Humming, coming at you. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? Some <laughs> 80s rap come out of that shit. Hoop, hop, hip, 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 hop your dog style. <laughs> yo, you pull your panties off in the 80s, bro. Yo, yo, pull your panties off and somebody start rapping in the 80s, bro. Lord yo, that's have mercy. crazy. Oh, yo, man. I'm trying to think of more 80s songs. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. you. <laughs> Without a douchebag to step to. Without a watch rat. Somebody threw your pH off? How'd they throw it off? Oh wow. God! So it was his fault. A Haitian. Oh, he was uncircumcised. <laughs> Whoa! Yo. He hit you with the schmags. No way! <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he hit you with the schmags. <laughs> oh my God, man! Listen, I'm be honest with you. The Supreme Court needs to do a ruling on uncircumcised men with schmagma, man, because the stuff y'all be leaving on ladies' walls be ruining them, yo. Wait, I know really? A lot of women. I have like three homegirls who have told us that same story. They scoop it and just put it on the wall like a booger? No. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand what these weird dick the motherfuckers do. walls, man. Oh, the vaginal, the vaginal walls. walls, man. Oh, no. You just put that smack. 
a schmegma covered penis in a woman knowing oh, what God. you got on your penis, messing up her pH balance, leaving stains all over the vag vaginal walls. Why? Yeah, that's crazy. Where are you when we need you, Clarence Thomas? Yeah, what do you think? You think Clarence Thomas is circumcised? Nah, he was born in 19... No, he was born in like 1800 and... He was born in the 1800s? I don't think they were doing schnip schnips back God then. God damn, bro. It's got to be an origin to schnip schnips, right? There has to be a time when they started doing that. Yeah, right? fucking Jews started doing that shit 5,000 years ago. Oh, yeah, you're right. The christenings. Woo. I went to one of those one time, bro. No, the brisk, I'm it's sorry. It's called a brisk. The brisk. Well, I said <laughs> the christening. I'm like, what? <laughs> Get the... The, the brisk. No, the I, brisk. Went to, I went to one of my, my friends' brisk, uh, my Jewish friend's brisk, man. That was... Isn't that weird a party to cut your kid's dick off? Nah. That, you didn't think I that was... I was sorry with a baby. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, ooh, I remember that scream to this day. All right, Squarespace. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website. Engage with your audience and sell anything. Your products, content you create, and even your time. All right, salute to Squarespace, man. Salute to everybody out there still launching their websites. You know, still uh, using websites to promote their product. You know, creators, man, you should have your own website as well as social media. You should always have a place to direct people back to, you know, while you're on social media, man. And Squarespace makes it easy for creators to monetize their content and expertise in a way that fits their brand. With member areas, you can unlock a new revenue stream for your business and free up time in your schedule by selling access to gated content like videos, online courses, or newsletters. Create pro-level videos effortlessly. The Squarespace Video Studio app helps you make and share engaging videos to tell your story, grow your audience, and drive sales. Stand out in any inbox with Squarespace email campaigns. Collect email subscribers and convert them into loyal customers. Start with an email template and customize it by applying your brand ingredients like site colors and logo. Built-in analytics measure the impact of every sin. Use those analytics and insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords and most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com slash idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash idiot with offer code idiot for 10% off your first purchase. Let's start the show. Well, not start the show. Continue, continue the show. Uh, let's do some asking idiots. Salute to my guy DJ Head too, man. Uh, Yo, to my shout dude, out, DJ Head, man. That's my guy. I forgot to salute DJ Head last week. DJ Head, you know, uh, he has moved on from um, iHeartRadio. He is uh, pursuing other endeavors. What did we forget? How are you just going to interrupt Head's... Um... Well, let's talk about the Head and then we can come back. What did we do? What did I miss? The the Bishop. <laughs> he, was, he was wilding on live. Yeah, did you yeah, see him on live? Yeah, you see him on live today? Yeah, I saw it. Biggie? Yeah, I saw that. But not um, Biggie Small, Biggie Big. Yeah. <laughs> Just calling her fat. Yeah, I don't care about that. Salute the uh salute the head though. You know, head walking away from iHeart. Um, he's got something cooking up that's gonna be very big for the culture, I believe, man. That's my guy. Uh love head, always got his back, support him in everything he does. And you know. When you don't feel appreciated, uh, you, you feel like there's other opportunities out there for you that are better than the opportunities you have. Hey, nothing wrong with dropping your nuts and walking away. Absolutely. So I respect my guy head for that. Um, Absolutely. I'm going to pause that because that sounds crazy. No. You don't think so? No, dude. I'm going to respect my guy head for that. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't say that you were going to give him a, a blowjob or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just sounds like I was respecting his head. Yeah, but you can respect his head. Yeah, I respect his head. Yeah. I respect head. I think we respect, respect head. That's what I meant to say. I respect head. Not yeah. respect head. Head's head. Yeah. You know what the fuck I meant, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, did you see the Black Panther 2 trailer? Made you feel bad for cracking all them goddamn jokes about No, I was, I was accurate. <laughs> uh, but I was accurate. They are at war with the water. They are. Uh, they yeah, are. They're going to war with Atlantis. Yes. Yeah. You're right. But uh, that being said, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, I, what I, did you think? I don't see how the movie could be better than that trailer. <laughs> uh, the trailer was like goosebumps oh inducing. Can we watch it? I don't see why not. I don't think Marvel will snatch it down. It's already got fucking 22 million views Jesus. since July 23rd. You want to give us some volume, Sweet Taylor? And the crazy part the is there's no, there's, you know, there's no, there's only one line in this whole thing. It's all music. I think that's uh, Tim, phenomenal artist Tim singing No Woman, No Cry. And it's like a Thanks, Kendrick interpolation in there. We're going to be all right. And Angela Bassett has the only line to let you know that you know, she's lost her husband, which was uh, T'Challa's father. And I guess now she's lost T'Challa. Lord have mercy. How does he die? That's what I want to know. That's uh, what I'm like. I want to know. I don't, I don't. What series, Taylor? Hold on. Hold on. T'Challa don't die in the comic books. Music just hits different, dude. That shit slap. Music just hit different. Whoever scored that, oof, score. Genius. Everything's gonna be alright. That's Riri Williams, Ironheart, baby. That's Young Namor. Mbaku. How does Shuri feel about that line? Crazy. Oof. I want to know who the new who Black is Panther it? is. Who is it? I don't know. I want to know how Shuri feels about Angela Bassett. Uh, okay. Queen, Queen Angela Bassett saying her entire family is. Well, going. we don't know what part of the movie that takes place. Ooh, so Shuri might be. Ooh, Shuri might die too. Ooh, ooh shit. Now. Oh, shit. Now. Oh, shit. Did you go back real quick to the point where you see the Black Panther costume? Okay. Just go back like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. That is not. Why do y'all keep. I saw somebody say, somebody was like, somebody said that awesome. Killmonger's not in the Black Panther 2 trailer. Did you see Black Panther 1? Why? Did anybody see Black Panther Stop. 1? Why? He died. <laughs> no, I know. But this is Killmonger's suit. Shuri made the suit. She made two of them. She made the silver and black one, and she made a black and gold one. That, that's not Killmonger's suit. No, Killmonger just no. Put the suit on. I know that. What I'm saying is, who do we think this person is that's wearing Shuri, the Killmonger suit? Nakia, or Angela Bassett. Oh, so... Uh, it's either Shuri, Nakia, or Angela Bassett. But how are they going to save the day? Well, the, here's the crazy part about that, and I, you know, people who, uh, if you if you if you know about the world of Wakanda, we don't. Time out. 
It's but ran what, by women. Like literally, Black Panther's whole army is the Dora Milaje. It's always been all women. Black. That's his army. That is who protects Black Panther. And well, maybe that's the cause of a lot of the issues that are happening in Wakanda of late. No, maybe that's why Wakanda is the most advanced technological nation in the universe. Well, no, it was there was a dude that was at the helm. Ooh. Black Panther's dad. Yeah, but Shuri to make Shuri makes all the technology. Yeah. The women protect the kingdom. Yeah. The women got better weapons than the guys. <laughs> they did. You know what I'm saying? Dora Milaje, but that's always been the beauty of Black Panther, though. And I think that they designed Black Panther like that on purpose. Like, So you think this is sure? So you don't think that there's a male protagonist in it? No, this is, whoever this is, is the hero. And you think it's either Shuri? Shuri, Nakia, or uh, Angela Bassett. Or Angela Bassett. One of the three. One of the three. They take the purple herb. They get got the beauty of the power of the Black Panther. Like whoever takes the purple herb gets the power of the Black Panther. She puts the suit on and she gets busy. And in the comic book, Shuri did become a uh, Black Panther for a while. Yeah. yeah. I remember so I mean, but Shuri Killmonger. Killmonger was Black Panther for a little bit too. So who knows? No, I said Shuri. I said that. No, I said Killmonger was I said Killmonger was Black Panther for a little while and Shuri, Shuri was Black Panther for a little while. So Will you think there'll ever be a white Black Panther? Uh, there was a White Panther at one point. Really? Yeah. Take that. There was a White Panther. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that. Yeah, there was a White Panther. Really? It, it didn't last long in the comic books, though. Why not? Uh, I don't remember, but there was there was a White Panther in the comics for like a split second. So, oh no, it's White Tiger. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not as fun. It's White Tiger. I don't know who the fuck White Tiger was. I don't know. Let's do some asking idiots. Let's do it. And get a ball to hell. Oh, who we got? Who we got? Ooh, let's keep it in the Marvel vein. Which Marvel character would you live as for a year, Shotzi? Marvel character would I live as for a year? Oh, man, that's a tricky one, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, Spider-Man is always cool, but the hours suck. I think, uh, you know, um, Wolverine is fire. Love Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, oh, Iron Man. We're talking about ones throughout history, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Iron yeah. Man would be so much fun. Iron yeah. Man, done. Yeah, I don't know who I'd be. It'd be one of the big bads. It'd be like Thanos. Oh, you go bad guy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. The, the thing about Marvel, a lot of their bad guys aren't really bad guys. Yeah, they have uh, just people who have a different perspective of the world. Yeah, and they think shit should be a certain way. And um, so I don't know either, 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 either Kang, because Kang's a time traveler. Yeah. So Kang has seen so many different Worlds. generations. Yeah. So either Kang the Conqueror, or Thanos, just to get rid of some motherfuckers. Now, did you see the most recent Thor? Yes, I did. What'd you think? Um, I. I, I haven't I haven't loved any of the Marvel Phase Four movies. I, I, they're good, they're not great, but I enjoyed Thor because I enjoy the comedic aspect of Thor. Like it gave me what I wanted. Like I didn't leave feeling like, oh shit, that was disappointing. No, the thing about the movie is, just don't feel like there's no stakes. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was the only one that felt like there was some stakes attached to it. Like right. you know, what I mean, Thor didn't feel like there was no stakes attached to it. Yeah, I hear that. I I thought that it was good, but I thought the last. 30 minutes was fantastic. The last 30 minutes. Like when the kids get the oh, power. When the, when the woman saved the day? You enjoyed that? It's not a woman. It's a Thor. 
<laughs> it's a genderless Thor, okay? <laughs> Very different. <laughs> yes, so a non-binary Thor. Yes, a non-binary okay, Thor. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, like when the kids got the power. Oh, I loved it. It was so endearing. I don't like Miss Marvel, but y'all like that part. Oh, wait, why? Yeah, that really? kid a little cheese. Oh, I love it. Get a I like, little yeah. cheese on that pizza. But yeah, but I think they lean into the cheese. Like, I think it's almost like part of it. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't, still don't know what that was. What the did she hammer being jealous and everything. Like, I like that. All that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was, was even, that was dope. That was dope. That was, dope. I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoy all of Thor movies. Thor is one of the most slept on, uh, what's the word? Catalogs of movies in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Yeah. Like, the best trilogy to me is Captain America. Captain America. Winter Soldier, Civil War, Civil War, and then you know, in Infinity War, and Endgame, undefeated. Forget it. You're not. It's not, even you're not getting too much better movie making than that. But not then not I, after that, to me, it's the Thor series. Yeah. Well, Guardians, that thing is awesome. Guardians too. is really. Fucking I think I put good. Guardians above Thor. It's really fucking good. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think yeah, Guardians to me is, and then you add Thor into the Guardians world because I think he's in it now, right? Yeah. So it just makes it even better. He's phenomenal. Hemsworth Chris is, Hemsworth is great. Yeah, he's amazing. He's great. He's great. Uh, yeah. Um, there's someone that does a similar question. Yeah, if you were the next Avenger, what superpower would you have? What's your hero name? I feel like we did this before, superhero power. What's your name, though? <sighs> Lenard, bro, with a period. Lenard? Lenard with a period. With a period. So you just use your name. Lenard with a period. Okay. That's fire, right? You hear what you said? Think <laughs> about <laughs> well, what you just said, bro. <laughs> Look out there, Lenard, bro. Hell fucking yeah. That's fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I like how you said that. Look out there, Lenard. <laughs> okay. God, I don't, what would your superpower be, Lenard? Uh, I'm re I really like, I like interdimensional travel. You just want to see what else is out there. I just want to see what else is out there. That's yeah. it. At this point, I want to see what else is out there. Well, I like interdimensional travel, which is so interesting, right? That we're so interested in seeing other dimensions when we haven't even really explored like the whole world. Like, what's the what's the woman's name who's seen every country? She's been to every country. She put a book out. Oh, what's her name? Like, yo, she's been to every country. That's fire to me. What? But who is she? She's like a Instagram thought or? Nah, she ain't no Instagram thought. I think she was a flight attendant at one point. Oh. I could be wrong. But yeah, you just want to experience it all. Want to experience? I, I like that. I think that makes sense. Interdimensional travel, man. That's all. Yeah. That's what I want. What yeah. would your superhero probably? I don't know. That's interesting. Like, I, I love the idea of like flight, or or maybe even better than flight is like the ability to like disappear and then reappear in a place. Because I do also just want to experience all these things, and yeah. like you know, not only you're running late, but it's like, yo, let's go to fucking Italy for the weekend. Let's do this. Like, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, the superpower is just soaking up life. I don't know if I would want. Uh, what is it uh, where you can't be killed? Immortality. I do think life might get boring if that is the case. Like you just need the stakes. Yeah. Then everybody you love is going to die. You got to yeah. deal with grief for the rest of your life. Nobody yeah. That. Yeah. I but, uh, but yeah, I agree with that. Something to like allow, something to allow me to experience life to the fullest. Yeah. Say again. Taylor said a pause button. That's the Harlem superhero. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't need you holding up gay progress, Taylor. Yeah, for real, button. bro. Okay. 
Jesus. Okay, what else we got? Would you rather meet, uh, Millie Moppet says, would you rather meet your ancestors or go to the future and meet your great, great grandkids? Let me tell y'all something that y'all may not know. Don't nobody care about great, great grandkids, bro. <laughs> the only people that care about great, great grandkids is the great, great grandkids. If you go to the, like, past and tell somebody I'm your great, great grandkid, he's going to fucking kick you out and get you arrested. He does yeah. not know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has no connection to you. You have a connection to your grandchild, right? You have a child. That You have a child. Yes, you're right. Your child has a child. You know your grandchild. Okay. Your great, great grandchild means that's your child's child's child. child. Now, you ain't got no connection to them. Here's the thing, though. Would you use that as an excuse just so you could see what the world is like in a few more generations? That's what I would do. I'd be like, yeah, I want to go visit my great, great grandchild. But then I just see what kind of That'd technology we had, like see what the world was shaped like, which countries ain't around for, no more. It'd be for selfish reasons, though. Because yeah, completely you come, selfish. You come back here, tell everybody what's going to happen in the future. They're not going to believe you. You know you're right, but everybody's going to be dead so we ain't going to see it. Nobody's going to be able to say, yo, Charlotte was right. Yeah, Nobody's going to be able to say Schultz was right. Yeah, but you could do the, the the what is that fucking movie with Michael J. Fox? Back to the Future? You could do the Back to the Future shit and just run it up gambling-wise. I wouldn't even want to do that. No? Nah. I, well, maybe I would. Yeah. That'd be well, fire. Yeah. You're not changing nothing. You just write with all the sports scores. Exactly. Oh, That's that would it. be so fire. You know how hot, you know how much ESPN would pay you? <laughs> and you wouldn't even want to be on there. You just have your own platform predicting everything, even That's golf. It. That's you it. You know what I mean? Simple oh as that. God. Yeah. That'd be fire. Uh, let's end on this one. This is a good one. Uh, Derek and Peter says, are men emotionally attracted to men and sexually attracted to women? I mean, oh, you're using the word attracted <laughs> what the fuck there <laughs> wow Derek damn Derek yeah, back it up back Derek. it up but Derek. not like that Derek <laughs> if you like men just say that yeah it's Derek. all good if you're emotionally attracted to men it's all good man like yeah. listen man this is 2022 you don't gotta give us all of these roundabout ways yeah. to get into what you wanna get into Derek there are men emotionally attracted to men and sexually attracted to women. That is like wow. Yeah, he's a wild boy. Ta Taylor says she understand it. Come on, Taylor, let's go. Um, boom, boom. No, when you Yo. take two steps down, I go boom one Yo, step. Yo, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> for those of y'all know what just happened for every step Taylor took Charlotte went boom cause she has to jump boom. off the chair that's yeah. so funny that she does she's sitting in a director's chair and she has to jump off and she does it so carefully it's like one two every single time <laughs> I'm god damn I can understand that cause I know especially when I was in college guys I can't out with guys right so in that stance like, they'd rather hang out with their boys than their girls. The reality of the situation is, Taylor's not wrong. We're all, um, you're, you're, everybody that we love and care about, whether they're men, women, days, whatever, we're all emotionally attracted to people. 100%. It's something about a person that either makes you happy, right? It makes you uh, 
Feel good. Feel good. Like yeah. it's, you're all, we're all emotionally attracted to people in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, so it's 100%. just like I don't understand when he says it, when he when you word it like that, Derek. Honestly, it just sounds to me like you might be more than just emotionally attracted to a guy, and it's fine because it just makes it seem like you have an emotional, mental attachment with men, but you're just using women for their bodies. So you is, use men for their bodies too. Suck on them, right. dicks, bro. That's right. It should be all of it. It should be all combined because, you know, sometimes you meet people you're I'm sure the first time you met your wife, he was emotionally attracted to her. Yes. As well as physically. Yes. And that turns to marriage. Marriage. Same thing with me and my wife. You know what I mean? Some people you meet and, you know, especially relationships uh, that are of opposite sex, you meet them and you have just an emotional connection because you should be very aware of who your energy goes up. Around, 100%, 100%. who your energy goes down around. So, with certain people, your energy goes up around them. That don't mean you want to be with them and sleep with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's for so for any sex. So it's men, women, whatever. So, uh, Derek, to answer your question, just be gay, bro. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, man. We support you. <laughs> we got your back. We got your Derek. back. Literally, Derek. All right. Um, that's it. Make sure you keep downloading uh, Andrew Schultz comedy special. Yes, sir. Uh, the infamous at theandrewschultz.com. Make sure you tune in to a uh, hell of a week this week on Comedy Central, 11.30 p.m. right after The Daily Show in the Black Effect Podcast Festival, Sunday, August 28th at the Mirage in Brooklyn. If you want to see some of your favorite podcasts live, 85 South Show, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, DC Young Fly, Horrible Decisions, Mandy and Wheezy. Uh, Just Hilarious is going to be there. Uh, just added Earn Your Leisure, my guys Rashad and Troy. Uh, we got a, a women in podcasting panel. We got a business of podcasting panel. Mouse Jones is doing trap karaoke. We got food. We got drinks. We got vendors. It's a festival, man. So, you know, uh, Sunday, August 28th. Go get your tickets at blackeffect.com slash podcast festival. That's blackeffect.com slash podcast festival. We'll see you in Brooklyn on Sunday, August 28th. Okay? Okay. Peace. As always, you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant, you're absolutely right. But if you listen to this podcast and you think we're just a couple idiots who don't know shit, you're right too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>